Hell is a two-hour layover in Atlanta. The woman to my right has been watching me since I sat down. I can tell she's one of those people who take the sheer fact that you're breathing as an invitation to start up a conversation. No eye contact. I let the words repeat in my head as I dig around for my iPod. I always keep it on me, even though it's a model that Apple hasn't made for seven years and the screen is cracked. Pressure builds behind my nose. The woman stirs next to me. No eye contact, and definitely do not. I sneeze. Damn it. Bless you, honey, hot, isn't it? The woman fans herself with her boarding pass. She reminds me of my gram. She's old, but more likely to be hanging around a clinique counter than at the community center on bingo day. I give her a noncommittal nod. She smiles and shifts in her seat so she's closer to my armrest. I try to see myself through her eyes. Greasy hair in a bun, still in black pants and a black v-neck, my Chili's uniform. Backpack wedged between my feet. I guess I look like I need mothering. So where are you from? She asks. It's a weird question for an airport. Don't most people ask each other where they're going? I swallowed to clear my throat. Florida. She's still fanning herself with the boarding pass, sending the smell of sweat and powder my way. Oh, Florida, wonderful. Not really. Florida's where people move to die. There are worse places, I say. I would know because I'm headed to one of them. I knew someone was dead when my manager told me I had a phone call. During the walk from the kitchen to her office, I convinced myself it was Graham. When I heard her voice on the other end, I thought I could float away with relief. Then she said, Tessa, it's your father. Pancreatic cancer, she explained. Stage four. It wouldn't have made a difference if the prison doctors had caught it earlier. It took the warden three days to track me down. My father's corrections officer called Graham's house collect when I was on my way to work. Graham said he might not make it through the night. So she picked me up from Chili's, my backpack waiting for me on the passenger seat. She wanted to come with me, but there was no time to get clearance from her cardiologist to fly and we both knew that the extra ticket would have been a waste of money anyway. Glenn Lowell isn't her son. She's never even met the man. I bought my ticket to Pittsburgh at the airport. It cost $200 more than it would have if I'd booked it in advance. I nearly said screw it. That's $200 I need for books in the fall. You're probably wondering what kind of person would let her father die alone for $200 but my father shot and nearly killed a convenience store owner for a lot less than that, and a carton of cigarettes. So, it's not that I don't want to be there to say goodbye, it's just that my father's been dead to me ever since a judge sentenced him to life in prison ten years ago.